Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We want to begin today by personally inviting you to Away in a Manger this Sunday. We have three presentations of this special drama from our HBBC students, one at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. Sunday morning, and then the third at 6 p.m. Sunday evening. We'd love to see you there. We're going to talk more about Away in a Manger on today's Harvest Time. Let's begin the program by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Hey, half a day, Chris. And uh, buenas to our listening audience. We are full on into Christmas mode right now. In fact, I'm sitting in the KHMG studio and we got Christmas lights surrounding us. We just finished a week of Festival of Lights, um, the Bethlehem experience, which was awesome here on our campus. And we got all kinds of Christmas stuff coming up, including what you just mentioned, Chris, this uh, Harvest Baptist Bible College drama presentation of the story of Jesus. And I have with me this morning um, three different people that are going to be part of that presentation. Pastor Wade Peltier is with us. Uh, Pastor Wade, uh, you've heard him before, is leading our children's ministry and also responsible for a speech and drama class, I think, at HPBC. Is that right, Wade? Yeah, drama uh, class, specifically how we can use drama in ministry. Okay, so, uh, and that's the reason, uh, you know, Pastor Wade has been leading this drama that's coming up this coming Sunday. And then uh, also with him, we have two of our fifth year students, uh, Debbie and Jesse, who both have some, I think, leading roles in the drama coming up, right, guys? Yeah. Welcome to Harvest Time, first of all. Thank you guys for being with us. Um, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to this. Chris already mentioned, we'll actually have three different, what do we call them, showings of this, I guess, or three different presentations. Pastor Wade, tell us a little bit about the details of this Sunday. Yeah, so in, in each of our, our services, our, our 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and our evening service at 6, we'll, we'll be presenting the same um, drama as part of those services uh, where we get to... Uh, uh, incorporate some of the singing done by the HBBC choir, as well as the the acting and the drama uh, presentations from the fifth year students in those to tell the story of of Christ. Okay, so again, this is a a class that our students take. It's our fifth year students. They take a drama and ministry um, class, and one of the big pieces of it is this sort of end-of-the-semester drama presentation that they've been working on for some time, right? Yeah, they, uh, really, we've been—this uh, has kind of been the focus of the class all semester long. This is the the big thing we're we're building up towards, kind of like their their final exam. Uh, that we've, we've worked on several things along the way, but this has uh, been the primary focus. Okay. Well, um, Jesse and Debbie are both part of that class, so that means you're fifth-year senior students at Harvest Baptist Bible College— um, Jesse, let me just kind of ask you for a little bit of background. Uh, where are you from? How did you get to HBBC? And then I'll ask you both about, you know, kind of the class and the drama coming up. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so I come from the island of Palau. Shout out to Omukulela Biblia Rabelau Church. That's Amen. the church that um, John Zimmer, John Clapp uh, helped lead. And I'm a product of their ministry now that I'm here at HBBC throughout these past five years. Um, yeah. 
pretty much pretty much it. So uh, I, I know a little bit of your story, of course. Um, you know, grew up in the States, right? In Arizona. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, moved back to Palau when you're, how old, 12, 13? Uh, yeah, I was like uh, going into my sophomore year of high school when we moved from uh, the, the States to the island of Palau. It's a long story, actually. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it is a long story. And God's just done such a amazing work in your life. Right, your yeah. desire, Jesse, is to, you know, serve him, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I do plan to, of course, go back to Palau first. And then whenever God uh, leads my steps to making that transition to the States, that's when I'm going to do exactly what he has for me to do. Okay, awesome. Debbie, you're also in your fifth year, right? Fifth year senior. Tell me, um, you know, where you're from, what your island is, and how you got to harvest. Um, I'm from Yap. I'm from the Yap Baptist Church. I'm from the uh, Pastor Mark Zimmer's church. Yeah, yeah. Are you from the? Are you from the main island? Yes. Okay. How did you get connected with Yap Baptist Church? Um, it was my cousin. He came. Uh, she came here, and then. She came back to Yap and she invited me to church. And then from there, they uh, had me apply to HPPC. Awesome. How old were you when you started going to the church there in, in Yap? I was uh, about like uh, 12, okay. almost a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. So you had the chance to really grow up in your faith there and then the, the connection. Yes. Here. Well, good. We're uh, excited. And these guys are representative of how many how many kids are actually in your class, Pastor Wade? See, we've got 13 uh, class members, um, and all of them will be speaking in some format. We've got a few that are doing some lines of narration and scripture reading, and then I think six of you have some of the main speaking lines in the drama. Okay, um, Jesse, are uh, students excited about it? Are they nervous about it? I mean, speaking in front of you know three different times, pretty big crowds. What are you guys thinking about that? Oh man, uh, yeah, I do speak on behalf of those who are going to be having lines, especially knowing that we're going to do it three times. Um, the past years, it's always either been once, or well, yeah, actually only has been once. Right. And knowing that we're going to have to do it three times, it does build up uh, on our nervousness. But you know. Uh, one thing that sort of helped me overcome this uh, nervousness is realizing the fact that the, this message that we're going to communicate is bigger than ourselves. Uh, mm -hmm. It's nothing we're going to be uh, communicating in and of ourselves. It's something that God's Spirit is going to have to lead us through uh, as we speak uh, as clear as we possibly could to communicate that message. Yeah, that's really an awesome perspective, man. I'm really proud of you uh, for that. And I, th and I think it's representative of each of our students. Mm -hmm. There's a real benefit in the in just the training of being up in front of people, public speaking in this way. I mean, it's really out of your comfort zone, right, Debbie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because you're very outgoing. I think you're going to do very well at it. It's just the idea of uh, talking out in front of everybody that feels a little bit overwhelming. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Debbie, as you started, uh, you know, Pastor Wade, you guys started talking about the parts did that feel like, wow, I'm going to have a lot of things to say? What, what did it make you think about? Um, uh, it was uh, nerve-wracking. Uh, I was nervous. But uh, as we were practicing, um, I had to stop myself and re uh, remind myself of why we're doing it. And um, that, that helped me to think about it as it's not about me. It's not about uh, us. It's about Christ and, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's really great. I mean, that's I mean, that's kind of the 
point is that um, there is the technical parts of learning this the skill and pushing ourselves out in front of other people. But I love this idea that it's not just that. I mean, this is a ministry for you guys. You really want the message to be clear to everybody that hears. Um, and, you know, because of that, uh, what would you see as the primary message? Uh, Pastor Wade just told us it's called a way in a manger. So obviously it sounds like it's a Christmas theme. Um, what, do you, what is the primary message of this drama? I would say, well, because there's different uh, parts. We got shepherds, we got Joseph, Mary. Uh, each of them have like an underlying theme. And so I'm pretty much just going to talk about the uh, the theme about Joseph's part. And the, the underlying theme for him would just be joy. Uh, joy in the fact that his own son, Jesus Christ himself, will be our rescuer. Um, and I think that pretty much speaks for itself that um, there's no other joy that we could ever experience that only comes through Christ himself. Um, and hopefully even just that one part, but even just adding it with the others, the other parts. I mean, we got the shepherd speaking on, on peace and how, you know, you only find that in Christ himself. We, can, we can't really find that anywhere else. Um, so it all just comes together. Uh, I would just put it that way. Yeah. Debbie, you're playing kind of an interesting part, uh, Pastor Wade said, right? This is Isaiah's wife. Yes. Right. What do you? What is sort of the main idea of the part that you're playing, and what do you think the message is? Um, Tessa is a little uh, interesting. <laughs> She's uh, like confused a little because of uh, because of her husband Isaiah, mm -hmm. and he was confused, of course, because God is telling him about uh, Jesus, the Messiah, and so he's been up like wondering, and <laughs> at the same time. I'm the wife and I'm wondering as well. So I, I'm kind of like the Isaiah, what's going on? Can you just come back to bed? Something like that. Or come back to sleep. Uh, why are you up? Basically. There's actually a good amount of humor in those lines too. You can imagine uh, um, Isaiah, the prophet up in the middle of the night, wondering what's going on, talking to God and his wife, like, why in the world are you up making all this noise in the middle of the night? So th there's some some humor elements drawn out in the middle of, of telling this really important story too. I like what you said too, Debbie. I mean, this wonder, right? I'm not sure what's going on. And I think you're right on. Uh, the Christmas season is full of all kinds of different emotions for different people. Sometimes we feel the whole spectrum of those emotions, but different people at different times in different years maybe feel a bit differently. For sure, there are some people that there's just a, the Christmas season just brings to them questions, you know, just a lot of wondering. And it might be about why is my life the way that it is right now? What are, these, what are these circumstances that are happening around? What's the meaning of this? Um, and even, you know, for Isaiah, he's getting just this little glimmer, this little snapshot of the Messiah that's going to come. He doesn't have the whole picture, and it leaves him questioning, and, of course, his, his wife too. So, yeah, I love that, that how it's going to speak to people as they, as they process through the wonder that we have, um, that we have around around Christmas. Um, maybe I should have started with this, you guys, but uh, you know, there's some I'm expecting they'll be listening that they might have heard about HPBC, Harvest Baptist Bible College, uh, but don't have a lot of history on it. This is a, you know, it's a college. We have about 60, I think right now, 62 students 
on our campus here in uh, Barragata. And you guys came, you know, both of you, uh, you know, five, six years ago to go to school, to get a bachelor's uh, in education, and you, and you live here on campus. What was it that kind of pressed you to feel like you wanted to come to Harvest to a Bible college? Jesse, I'll start with you. Oh, man. I'll just be honest, man. I, after I came right after my senior year of high school, graduated high school, and uh, I wasn't really sure of what my final decision would be. Sure. I mean, I, I knew that God had something in store. I just couldn't really point out what exactly it was and this this was an option not that i'm saying you know it's a last resort option but um as i followed that step of wanting to be here uh over the years god was really working in my heart to show me that hey you i have something for you and he's even placed that burden of wanting to serve my people back home and you know it 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 just took a matter of time realizing that man this this really isn't about me um, it's more focused on how can I serve others. And, and this is pretty much what this ministry uh, equips us for, is that we uh, serve in different ministries as we prepare ourselves to even go back home. And I would just say through these past years, that's what I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Debbie, what about you? Um, uh, when I first came, I, I wasn't sure as well. But um, my second year, I went back home for summer. And I... Um, I started to see like how lost uh, my family is, mm. how much they needed the Lord. Uh, both of my parents aren't saved. And so uh, seeing that, I had a, a burden to just, uh, you know, come here and study so I can go and share that uh, gospel to them. And so, and being here, um, I've been learning how to teach. That's my major. And so I wanted to go back and teach the kids there. And at the same time, hopefully they will be able to see Christ. Wow, awesome. So you'll finish, Debbie, with an education degree, a teaching degree. Yes. And it's your desire to go back to uh, Yap and teach there. Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. And just think about all the all the opportunities. Pastor Wade, I, I know talking to you before about this, but it's uh, pretty rewarding watching the progress of you know, a class of students in a place like this. I mean, it is for anybody, it's out of a comfort zone, but mm -hmm. you know, for these students, it's a, there's a big curve that happens over the course of a semester to come to the place where they can do this. Right. Yeah, definitely. And I've been uh, really proud of uh, this class. They've done really well, not only in the class time that we've had, uh, they've taken the initiative to call some extra practices on their own. And you guys uh, feel like be, you need it. Is that for the, the deal? Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> a combination of responsibility and sheer panic, uh, <laughs> but, um, but they've done a, a really great job of growing through this. And it's been, been really neat for me to see, not through my own effort, but really on their own, um, really putting a lot of this together um, in ways that, um, yeah, I wouldn't have imagined, but they've done a, a fantastic job. And um, and even people outside of the class that have kind of, as a church, kind of come together and helped uh, get things ready for this. It's been really neat. So the drama is part of it. And then I think you mentioned this earlier, there's um, some music that comes along, right? And that's kind of by our fourth and fifth year or, or the choir that's at HPBC. Yeah, I think the the third, fourth and fifth year together as part of their choir class um, have been preparing some songs to go along with it. I just was wondering uh, how something like this helps equip these students for their future ministry, because you heard the goals of these students. 
they want to go back and minister to uh, different people, people back home. And I can, having done things like this in the past, I can see what, how these types of things might help Pastor Wade. How, how did you, how do you see this as being a help for them in their future ministry? Yeah, I think uh, drama is a pretty powerful tool as it repackages stories in a way that can really connect to people. Um, and even for myself, um, you know, reading through this script and and helping prepare for this, you know, it's really helped me to to think through what would it really have been like to be with some of these characters um, in history as these events unfold. And so, um, hopefully, the goal not only for this drama but also in the future, being able to repackage stories to to tell really the the best story ever told, uh, the story of the gospel, um, and be able to use that in the future and um, in whatever situations they find themselves in. So, I mean, Debbie, I could see you doing this, right, as a teacher in the future. Can you? Sure. <laughs> I can, um, you know, to take a class of students there and giving them the skills that you're learning here. Um, it might feel a little intimidating, but anybody who's been to these dramas and, you know, I've been to a few now over the last few years, they really are moving as, uh, you know, we see the genuineness of the students just expressing their hearts, but glorifying God and, uh, and communicating, uh, you know, some significant piece of the, of the Christmas story. So you guys, thank you for being willing to do, I guess you had to because of your class and Pastor Wade probably assigned you. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> but no, thank you for being willing to do it. I know you guys are just representative of, of a number, well, 13 students that are leading this. We're praying that God would use you and it would be a powerful part of your preparation for ministry um, that you would see that when we, when we give ourselves with the kind of time and effort that you have here, that God can really use it. So that's what we're praying for this weekend. I hope a lot of people will come out to see it, but really to see and experience again the Christmas story during this season. Yep. Well, thank you for listening to today's Harvest Time. Of course, we want to personally invite you again to Away in a Manger this Sunday. Three presentations. It's a special drama presented by our HBBC students. One at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. Sunday morning, and then there's a third at 6 p.m. Sunday evening. We'd love to see you there. There is more uh, on our website at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.